This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! What's up, guys? We want to talk to you about the Back to Basics video series that we just created. We are super proud. Our goal is to help thousands of people. Go to anatomyofus.com forward slash back to basics. Tell them a little bit about it. So this is a three-part video series. You order it online. It comes with a workbook. And for the first few of, first several of these, you will get a signed workbook. So be sure to get one early. But you go through each video each week and you fill out the questions with your spouse. And it is going to help you understand everything from family of origin, sex and intimacy, the invisible rule book, vision casting, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And we created this to be sort of the backbone of a healthy marriage, given the years of experience that we have working with couples. Yeah. So anatomyofus.com forward slash back to basics. Again, we are super proud of this. It's a culmination of what we've seen, what we've experienced. And now we made it all for you to help you out. Anatomyofus.com forward slash back to basics. Peace. This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, mom and dad. It's time for the show. Let's go. Hello? Oh, it's the universe calling. You can get whatever you want? Oh. I didn't know this. Millions of people don't know it either. We're going to talk about it this time. Yes. Awesome. All right. Thanks, universe. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. <laughs> so that was the universe. Did you set that there for that purpose? Yes, I did. <laughs> so you literally did. You went, hmm, a skit. The universe is calling. I am full of it. You're adorable. <laughs> full of them. That's delightful. Anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome to the show. My name's Seth. You know this. You know this. You know this. And today we are talking about manifesting in marriage, manifesting what you want, bringing it down, attracting it, calling it in, because you can create, honestly, whatever you want. And I'm not talking about some stupid prosperity gospel bullshit where you like call on God and say, hey, God, give me this. No, I'm saying, oh, wait a minute. If you believe it, if you attract it, and you state what you want, you actively start the process of getting closer to that thing. And it is so true. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Melanie, for even bringing this topic. Maybe I manifested it. Oh, gosh. I'm not sure yet. You're welcome. Scoot over. Okay. Okay. Um. You're welcome for bringing this topic, and I'm excited to talk about it because it is something that we are very passionate about in our family, in our marriage, in the work that we do, in the life that we are creating and designing. And mm -hmm. so I got to thinking that I don't think people often think about how you can manifest in marriage specifically. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to kind of like give tips, tools, tricks, book resources, recommendations, there we go. stuff now like we're that um, <clears throat> to help people know how to do it on their own and mm -hmm. why it is even worth doing. So what do you think the difference is between when we didn't know that we could manifest things to when we understood that we can manifest things. Feeling empowered and not or not mm -hmm. feeling confident and going, Oh, wait a minute. 
I actually do have more control than I ever thought mm -hmm. that I did. And it's, you know, we talk about Jocko and extreme ownership and all that stuff and really being responsible for everything. And oftentimes we feel like things are happening to us mm -hmm. and not for us. And when you make a mind, mindset shift in that, oh, things are happening like today, I went running in the rain for three miles. I told you before, and I haven't ran three miles in, it's been a minute, right? So I was like, oh, this is going to be hard to run three miles in a minute. No, <laughs> that'd be really hard. Uh, three miles, right? And I told you before, I was like, I'm going to run three miles today. And I went and did it. And trust me, there's a lot of like mental battles going on. I was like, shit, I just got done with mile one. Mm -hmm. I have to do two more, right? Mm -hmm. And it was raining. I could say, "This is too much. This is too much. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it raining?" You know, I wanted to do this. Why is it raining? You know, I was like, "Oh, this could be happening for me." So I was able to turn it around. Of like, "Oh, I'm soaking wet, but still running." Oh, what does that do? That provides. That creates resilience. It creates grit. It it creates confidence when you finish it. It erodes confidence when you don't finish stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So why am I talking about that? I'm not sure. Uh oh. The, the the how the power of like understanding that you can manifest things in marriage manifesting things goes two ways it's a two-way street you can obviously manifest and attract to you negative things negative people negative circumstances negative stuff or the opposite of that attract strong people attract positive people attract positive things into your life and you actually can do it mm-hmm yeah, I think that one of the, I just was looking up the definition of the word manifesting as it relates to spirituality, and it says, what is spiritual manifestation? It says, the idea behind spiritual manifestation is that you can bring your dreams and desires into being by regularly meditating and thinking positively. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> I wish that it said by regularly meditating and thinking positively about them, mm -hmm. but it doesn't. I don't know why. Um, but one of the things I think people get wrong about manifesting or the idea of like the law of attraction or whatever is it's like they think that it's passive. Like I just need to be happy and wish on a star for mm -hmm. a Lamborghini and then it will happen. And it's like nobody said that, but that kind of said that. Just think positively. <laughs> um, but what was that? Was that from like bullcrap.com or something? No, it was or just was like it? Google. <laughs> but um, but I think where people. I, I, so I want to think of it like this. I, I use this analogy often, but like if you want to get a degree from a college, so let's say you got your master's in science in marriage and family therapy, right? Yes. You manifested that degree. How? How did you manifest it? By focusing on it. By first knowing that you wanted it, right? Knowing where you were going to so get that it. that is the best point ever. And I was going to say this even before you thought of that, but you thought of it. So, or you didn't think of it. You mentioned it first. So that's awesome. In the process of manifesting or attracting things, you have to know what you want. Mm -hmm. You have to be very, very, very clear. Mm -hmm. The more specific you can get, the better. Mm -hmm. Right? So I knew that I wanted my Master's of Science degree from mm -hmm. Seattle Pacific University. Mm -hmm. Right? And then I chose a time frame. I could have done two, three, or four I chose three, mm -hmm. right? So it had a a it had a, a time frame on mm -hmm. it. I will have this degree by three years, mm -hmm. right? So 
How 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 more specific can you get? I don't know. Not much more. Right? You can get your syllabus for your classes, your syllabus. Well, that comes after, but That's I first true. identified mm-hmm. what I wanted. Right. And most people, the reason that we're bringing it up with such specificity is that most people are like, I want a happy marriage. That mm-hmm. isn't clear enough. Or I want a nice house. Mm-hmm. That's not clear enough. I want a nice car or I want to feel good. That's not enough clarity. Mm-hmm. So that would be like saying, I want a degree that um, I can use to get a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, so any degree, basically, because that's the truth of it. And so I right. think that the more we understand how manifesting works from a practical standpoint, the more we can begin implementing it and seeing growth mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Now, let's think of it this way, because I will not allow people to hear this and go, what the hell is manifesting? They're attract. What is this? Okay, they've gone goofy. How about this? Tony Robbins talks about what you focus on expands, right? Mm-hmm. What you think about, what you're clear about expands. So expansion means you you get more of, it grows, right? Um, I can even think of verses in the Bible where even like Jesus talks about this stuff, and I think that people have really misconstrued it. Um, knock and the door would be answered or something like that. Opened. Like, or open, mm-hmm. right? Okay, well, what door? The door to hell <laughs> mm-hmm. or the door to awesomeness, the door to my new car, the door to a happy marriage, the door to a negative, crappy marriage, the door to being overweight, the door to the gym, the door to healthy food, the door to the ice cream aisle. Be specific, right? Mm-hmm. If you knock on the right door, well, first you have to think about, well, what do I want? Let me find the door where that thing is behind kind of thing, right? So there's all kinds of context we can have here. And the more specific we get, the greater likelihood you will get what you want, right? Let me just tell a small story. So I've basically always been a list guy kind of thing. I remember I got a tiny little notebook I think like in eighth grade, mm-hmm. and I loved just writing stuff down. It's mm-hmm. like, oh well, you know, uh, here, here's here's what I got to do for you know to get a I don't know to to pass eighth grade to do this. Oh, I better get right. my syllabus, or I got to get my project <laughs> in, or whatever, or phone numbers, you know, stuff like that. I loved it. I literally started in seventh seventh or eighth grade. Should have been a secretary. <laughs> no, I'm the worst secretary ever. Um, and so I've always like had lists and stuff like that, and I remember. After I broke up with my girlfriend of five years, right? <laughs> and, uh, no, just kidding. Uh, blessing in disguise. It was. After you broke up with your girlfriend of five anyway, years. I wrote a list of things that I just wanted, mm-hmm. right? And Sexy redhead was at the very top. It was so weird how that worked out. It was so weird, right? No, it wasn't because it's true. Uh no, I didn't write that. But just to think like a list of like I, things that I wanted that would make me feel good, right? And all those things came to me, mm-hmm. right? Whether it was, oh, get your ass up and go work and get a job and save money for them. Or like, whoa, I found this cool thing at, at Goodwill. Or my friend happened to have one of those and he gave it to me. Mm-hmm. All those things. Why? Because I was very specific on the list, right? I was very specific and I wanted in a wife. Hello. There she is. You want to say some of the things on your list? My list was she had to be college edu- educated. Her parents still had to be together. Uh, share the same faith as me. Family eats dinners together. Family eats dinners together. Wanted kids. And... 
can't remember. Like maybe like two more like things. Likes to read or something like that. I don't know if it was likes to it read. It was like or, interested in learning or something. Maybe like travel that. or something like that. But anyway, they were they were specific, right? So um, I know I've been talking for a minute. I'm going to go back and talk even more. But what do you have to say about manifesting in marriage? Um, that was a that was a quick turnaround. I wasn't expecting that. I think. What do you that, have to say about the entire title of the show? Uh, well, I like that you had a list, and I think that again manifesting feels weird to people. And I remember thinking the same thing too. Like it's just like getting what you're wanting to get. So why we call Mm -hmm. it manifesting? That sounds dumb. But um, the more that I realized and have read a bunch of books about how it works and I've read many, many, many books about this and I'm very interested in the concept because there's a freedom in it. Um, I would love to know your opinion on this as well. But there's to me a freedom when you realize like, oh, I can like make a statement. Like I want to live in or how about this? I'll say it like this. I want to have a G wagon, a G series Mercedes. I right. want desert sand. That's the car I want. And mm-hmm. it's a very expensive car. Oh man. But they're much more expensive than I thought that they were. Really? Yeah. I'm bougie. They're like over two hundred thousand dollars. I know. Brand new. Oh, I know. Uh but saying uh, that is actually what I want. And then like pointing all of our energy towards whatever, whether it's a car, whether it's a type of house, whether it's a degree, whether it's a type of marriage, pointing all of your energy toward obtaining that goal. It's just amazing. And so like freeing when you realize like, oh, I can literally do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. If I can think of it with clarity, I can definitely manifest it. And so I don't know. I think it's something that's not talked about within the like relational family marital realm almost Mm -hmm. at all. And so I want to talk about it because we do this with our kids. We talk about these things with our kids and I'd love to get them on the show to talk about some of these things because they have pretty interesting perspectives on it Mm -hmm. being raised by us. But like we will talk about what we want to see from our children versus just get mad at them for what we don't like. Mm -hmm. Right. So instead of being like, why did you do that? Why did you whatever? We will sit down and say, Hey, we want dinner to look this way. Mm-hmm. And essentially what we're doing is manifesting. We're like making a proclamation of what we desire to see. Then everyone knows the goal, the objective, and then we all can figure out how to get there together. And it's just really, really empowering and mm-hmm. it's an exciting thing. And I think that it applies to so many areas of marriage. But one of the areas that I want to talk about that most people don't think about it applying to is intimacy, like sex and intimacy. You can mm-hmm. manifest, sorry, you can manifest um a, a wonderful sexual relationship with your partner. But if you don't ever try, if you don't ever think about it, if you just complain about what you don't like or complain about what you don't have, you are never going to manifest what you want. And I think the biggest hurdle fact, for most... In fact, you'll manifest more of what you don't want. Absolutely, because you focus on it. And what mm-hmm. you focus on, you get more of, right? Yeah. And so I think that it's really, it's a cool conversation to be having about uh, and inviting you as a listener to ask yourself and talk with your spouse about what do you actually want to see? Because we can't be what we don't see. Mm-hmm. I say this with um, actually women in the women's group coaching, like we have different things where some of them are dealing with like in-law issues or maybe their own family of origin is like really their aunts and uncles or sisters or whatever are really unkind to them. And so I'll say, paint me a picture of how you want to see like, let's say there's a family gathering, let's say Christmas is coming up or a birthday or a holiday where they're like, man, I'm really afraid to go to this thing because last time auntie whatever like ripped me a new one and it just Mm. felt terrible and I left crying. And so then I will say, okay, how do you actually want it to go? If I could wave a magic wand 
and I could make snap my fingers and it was perfect. What would you want to see? And then they'll tell me, mm-hmm. I'll walk in. It'll be like this. We'll talk about this. We'll laugh about that. And then I'll feel really good when I leave. And I'll say, okay, so now that is what we're manifesting. That's the thing, what we're like trying to draw out of energetically and to create together. Mm-hmm. And that gives you your target to aim for. So as simple as it sounds, but if I'm manifesting a G-Wagon or whatever, what is it even called? I feel like I'm calling it the wrong thing all the time. It's a G-Wagon. So if I'm manifesting manifesting a desert sand G-Wagon, I cannot go Googling jet black G-Wagon, can I? No. Will I get a desert sand G-Wagon if I'm just any old... A Jeep? Will a Jeep do? If I go to the Jeep dealership, will I manifest a Mercedes? No. No, I will not. And so it helps eliminate what not to do as much as it helps bring into clarity what you want to see happen. Make sense? Absolutely. And so, I again, I just want to... kidding? I'm the pro in this. You are, I think, one of the luckiest people ever, which makes me mad because you could be... You could be signing up to win a G-Wagon that is sponsored by... What's her name? It's so funny. Paris Hilton. But you simply what? won't. There's a... There's a a contest. You can win Paris Hilton's G-Wagon? You can win a, a, it's like win a G-Wagon in Paris Hilton. And it makes me laugh so much. It's probably a slutty G-Wagon. It's okay. I'm just kidding. She lives her own life. She's like an actual uh, entrepreneur, like super She is brilliant. Um, Any judgment I've ever had on her is my problem and not hers, that's for sure. Ah, I liked what you just said there. Mm-hmm. That was that was gold. I've had lots of realizations like that lately. Man, that was good because I'm sure you've seen her hoeing around and doing whatever, and you're like, oh, I bet Seth likes that. And then you like blah 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 and all this stuff. And then Dude, blah. you ever think once that I was like, I saw Paris Hilton and was like, <laughs> oh, I bet Seth likes that. <laughs> no, I have not done that. That was funny though. That was funny. Um, uh, but yeah, what you just said. Say it again. Any judgment that I've ever had on Paris Hilton is all about me and nothing to do with her. God, I am I'm really cussed there. Right. She's not the problem. It's me. Do you know how many people don't know that? Um, oh, including us, if we're not right. intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Man, that's good. I do. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I wanted to dive into, man, I have so much to say on man- manifestation, attracting stuff, and um, as a therapist psychotherapist like thinker it really like blows my mind i'm like what we attract this stuff what there's no way in hell that i attracted this or that or i can't believe Mm -hmm. it and i don't have the answers to that because it's something i'm still wrestling with and i i'm trying my best to understand it however i have seen in my own life personally and ours the things that i have focused on the things i have written down, meditated on, gotten on the same vibration as, allowed them to happen and to create space for that to happen, they have happened. And sometimes it comes in like hot, like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? What? Give an example. New clients. Oh, yeah. New opportunities. Like, oh, my goodness, did that just happen kind of thing. It happened mm-hmm. It happened with my uh, the latest car, the truck, right? Mm-hmm. Like... We had the money. I was a little nervous. I was like, ah, should we spend this on the thing or whatever on the truck? And I was like... Chump change. Well, (laughs) yeah, compared to a G-Wagon. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Anyway, I... By a fleet of your... (laughs) Well, yeah, I I literally saw like real tangible 
signs and I was like asking for signs uh-huh. kind of thing, right. which was super trippy. I was like, did that just happen? Right. Because I just said, hey, I'll do this if this happens. Right. And then it just happened. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Right. And then I realized, oh, I asked for it. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I attracted that. So I, in fact, created an entire eight and a half minutes meditation mm. on attraction. I still want you to share that with stuff. people. You won't. Uh, I, make make one for. I, I probably will eventually, but uh, whoa, would you stop it? But again, the um, this whole manifestation thing isn't about like don't get it don't get it twisted, people. It's not about some prosperity thing. It's like oh, I manifested thousand dollars and this and it didn't come. Well, that's bullcrap. No, like my whole manifestation thing is it all starts out with. I, I desire, I allow, I attract a very deep and meaningful relationship with, with myself, with God, and then all the people that I care about. Mm-hmm. That's like the first lines kind of thing of yeah. it, like verbatim, you know? That's, that's because relationships are everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have a relationship with people, then you're just lonely and alone, and then what? All the money in the world, all the everything in the world does not matter if you don't have people that you care about to share it with. So... Uh, attracting good relationships into your life, attracting a complete and real relationship with your own self. Because mm-hmm. some of us don't have relationships with ourselves. I know that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. That sounds crazy. But it's like, I really don't know myself. I don't know. What's my identity? What is this? Right. What is that? Kind of thing, right? And you can't have a relationship with other people of substance, of meaning, if you first don't have a relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. right? And then there's this part where I go into um, uh, health, and protection, spiritual and physical, mental, emotional, everything, right? I attract that into my life and then into the people's lives that I love, right? So there are three laws of attraction. The first one is, oh, shoot. Where, are you, where is this laws of attraction coming from? Well, it's coming from a bunch of the books we read. The three, the first, the, the three laws, attract, create, and allow, right? Like attracts like. Well, yeah, like attracts like, but so if you want to attract something in your life, get specific, get uber specific. I want a deep and meaningful relationship with myself. Okay. What does that mean? Well, I can be uncomfortable with myself. I meditate. I sit in silence. I exercise. I read. I grow my mind. I expand my consciousness and all kinds of things. Get very specific in in what you'll do to attract that, right? Because I guarantee that if you want, oh, I want a good relationship with myself. Hmm. Okay. Crickets, right? No, I want a good relationship with myself. And to get that, you go to the second step, create. I create space to grow a good relationship with myself. So what does that mean? Take the time to work out, to eat healthy, to do all these things Honor that you yourself. know are good for you. Read, listen to podcasts, have good conversations, go to therapy, get a coach, all this stuff, right? Um, uh, attract, create, it's getting specific, and then allow. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I can go, okay, I want a great relationship with myself. I'm going to read these books and all this stuff. Oh, man, but my self-talk isn't, isn't I'm not allowing it, right? So, in, in, so attract create the space, and then allow for it to happen. And the allowing part is where I find I'm having to stretch my patience mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
um, because I've been doing this like uh, the the meditation. I think I created it in maybe at the first of the year or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, ago, yeah. so I was doing six months, and a lot of the stuff is coming to fruition. Um, some of it slowly, but then sometimes it just comes out of like, whoa, boom, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, but then the other things take time, right? So well, attract, it, create, oh. and allow. So I have to allow myself to remind myself, oh, okay, I'm continuing to create the space. It's kind of like um, if I wanted to lose, say, 50 pounds, okay, I'm going to attract losing 50 pounds in my life. Um, okay, we'll get really specific. I want to lose 50 pounds by December 25th kind of thing. Okay, well, I have to get really specific. And to do that, to, to lose this weight, I'm going to count macros for six months straight. Uh, eat less calories, eat, eat uh, burn more calories than I eat kind of thing. Okay, I'm going to do this and go to the gym and drink water and blah, blah, blah. So the more specific you get and you think of it and think of it and think of it, you perseverate on it. That means the more like front of mind it is for you, it will come to fruition. Think about any kind of famous athlete famous endurance athlete who's done something crazy. There's this guy, his name's Alex, um, something starts Baldwin. with an H. No, not Alex Baldwin. But he free soloed, he free soloed El Cap, right? It's like almost 4,000 feet, a sheer vertical rock. Free soloing means zero ropes, right? And as a former rock climber, I'm like, that takes my breath away. And it's all videoed, right? Take my breath away. So what does he do? He trains for it. In fact, this is really cool. He said that he would spend hours and hours and hours because he's climbed it before. He knows every single handhold. So he would sit there in his mind doing it, succeeding, visualizing it, visualizing it, um, affirming himself that he could, right? And of course, guess what? Success. I just looked up the the term perseverate. You've said it several times before in our marriage. Yeah. You said it more than once in our marriage. And it like struck me that the core of that word is persevere right and it repeat it, it means repeat or prolong an action thought or utterance after the stimulus that prompted that has ceased mm. they perseverate under stress i thought that's really interesting it's a great word that makes me think of like you know okay you did something to piss me off and i flew off the handle you know okay the instance the incident is over right but i'm just thinking about it and right thinking like about ruminating it and think about it ruminating like rheumatoid arthritis. right does um, no good Right. So as you were talking, there's initially, there's some thoughts about this that I have. So I love my family so much, but I have an extremely, what's the word? Pessimistic family. Like, um, you wouldn't know it if you met them, but it's like you spend eight minutes with them and all of a sudden it's like, everything is stupid. Like, Oh, that sunshine. It's in my eyes. I hate it. Oh, the sun that came out finally after six months. It's, but that's in my eyes. I hate that. Like, it's just super pessimistic and of course they're late because nobody cares. And of course the service is bad because nobody cares. It's just this like negative fart on everything. Now, the reason I'm bringing that up is that if you hear me say the word manifest or Seth hear, you hear Seth say that, or you hear me say I want a G-Wagon that costs $190,000 and you have an initial reaction of, <laughs> you do one. <laughs> if you have that reaction, you may also be suffering from pessimism. Call 1-800. So wait a minute. How is somebody thinking about, that's not pessimistic. That would be like, oh, they'll, well, if they were saying, oh, she'll never get that. She's thinking crazy. Or wishful thinking. Well, good luck right. with it. You know how many times I've heard that? Good luck with that. Right. Uh, and so the reason I'm bringing that up is that manifesting, I think, 
rubs pessimists the wrong way. This is me. I'm having a moment of like, how do I communicate this? I want to write a book. Don't buy the domain. I already own it. But positivity for pessimists. Why'd you say don't buy it then? Because some bitch is going to try to come after me. I already own it. What are you attracting? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just being silly. I'm not attracting that. Words matter. Um, but the reason I'm bringing it up is that I, for me, pes- uh, sorry, manifesting always came with a very strong association from my family of origin, from my community and culture of like blowing smoke up your butt. Like what is Stephen Murphy says? Shining sunshine in your windows, blowing sunshine in your windows always like makes me laugh. Um, but I want to really question or bring awareness to that. If that's your knee jerk reaction to this is BS manifesting is a bunch of garbage that I want to draw your awareness to that because, um, what are you manifesting? How happy is your life? How like fulfilled and good do you feel? Again, I'm asking this like I wish someone would have asked me. Mm. I wish someone would have said this to me when I was like 21 and we were first married. In in one of the lines in my manifest uh, meditation thing, mm-hmm. uh, I talk about how there is no end to happiness. Mm. Like happiness is infinite. Mm. And cool. I don't know who... Well, that that's true to me because I could... There, there, there's, there's no end to joy. There's no end to happiness. There's it's no like a decision. You just go. It, it, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, you know, good things happen and stuff like that. It's like, oh, and I remind myself that there is no end to sorrow mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. And I think the line is both, both will be attracted to to you if if you allow them. Whose line is this that we're? Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> it's something I wrote. Oh, okay, I see. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that it, it makes me think of, again, I'm only bringing up the idea of pessimism as if you hear us talking about manifesting and you hear how we do it and why we do it and you imid- immediately think like, oh, that's weird or bad or dumb. I want you to ask yourself two questions. Do you wish that you didn't think it was weird or bad or dumb? Is there a part of you that was like, man, I wish I could be like that? If there is... I want you to lean into it. I want you to allow that to be like a, like a awakening moment, like an awareness moment. And then the second part is, I can't remember what the second part was. So if you think that, um, that you might like that pessimism, pessimism is like a wet blanket on a fire. It's like a big wet wool blanket and you just go, and you just like throw it on the fire. Now everything is wet. You can't get the fire to burn again Mm -hmm. and it stops growth. And it's, um, Again, I'm I'm saying this kind of to myself back in the day. Like I wish that someone had told me, "Hey, your like your pessimism, your your the the thought that you have running through the back of your mind that you can't get that nice thing, you can't have that nice marriage, you can't have great sex with your spouse, you can't have, you know, you can't eat caviar at a five-star hotel if you want to. You can't do those things." Okay. Like that's holding you back. Your pessimism is holding you back. You and ever so had caviar? I've never had caviar. It's like the one thing I don't think I've eaten. I've eaten so many things. It's really salty. I don't know that I would like it. I mean... I, I don't know who likes it, but maybe <laughs> I just like didn't have it. really good ones. But... Yeah. But... Uh-huh. So now I want to talk about some of the things that we work on manifesting in our marriage. And we have... If you're not watching us on our YouTube channel, you should, because we're going to show you some posters uh, that we create. That's right. But we make uh, actual like vision boards. We have at least three in our house, at least, maybe not, maybe more. Okay. Jim Carrey, before he was super duper famous, and you can see this, he said it several times, 
He wrote himself a check. I think that he was living in his car yeah. somewhere in Toronto or, or somewhere in Canada where he's from. Literally living in his car like after an audition or something. And he wrote himself, I think it was a... A million dollar check for services, no, acting it services was, rendered. It was 20 million. Mm-mm, I don't think it was. Yes, it was. It was either 20 million or 10 million. Google. He wrote himself a check, $10 million for acting services rendered. And... I believe that either for maybe oh, Dumb and like Dumber Daffy or Duck. The Mask or something like that. Okay. He also went on to share how he wrote a $10 million check. Whatever. For what, for what movie? I think it was Dumb and Dumber. I don't know, but he told Oprah or something. Okay. I like Dumb and Dumber, but I can't believe he made 10 mil for that. That's a great movie. I know. It's the best. <laughs> it's like one of the most quoted. But anyway, he wrote himself a check, a $10 million check for acting services rendered. He was literally sleeping in his car. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, that's oh, this is coincidence, blah blah blah. Right? There are eight million other stories of really famous mm-hmm. people seeing someone on TV someone, and saying, "You know what? I'm yeah. gonna be there one day." And then, boom, they are. I think there was what's the name of that volley? What's that volleyball player lady who's married to a guy you like? Laird Hamilton. But what's the lady's name? I can't remember. There, I think that it's her. Someone. Was like a volleyball player lady. Yes, I know who you're talking about. But she she talked about having a vision board. Did you hear that thing? I didn't know. I, I could be mixing people up, but someone, she made it on the cover of some huge, like, vo- I don't know, whatever magazine. I don't read them. But she made it, she became a cover model for several magazines. And, and someone said to her, like. I think her name is Gabby uh, somebody. I th- yeah. Gab- uh, Gabrielle. I don't know. So anyway. Someone said something to her about everybody like, listening is like, oh, duh, I know the name. <laughs> Someone mentioned, uh, oh, did you have like, did you plan for this or work for it or whatever? And she's like, yeah, I had it on my vision board for mm-hmm. years. And they're like, you have a vision board? And she's like, duh. Like mm-hmm. she acted like it was the dumbest question she'd ever heard, which I loved. Like normalized, so heavily normalized the idea that I have it on a vision board. Gabrielle Reese. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, but I didn't yeah. say it. Um, because I thought Reese Witherspoon. Because I have word associative disorder, associative disorder. I'm pretty sure that's got to be a thing. You say one word, and I'm 18 words down the line talking about something that Reese's pieces, peanut butter cups, cedar peters. It's called a brain rabbit hole. Had he called Reese's pieces cedar peters one year, so now we call them cedar peters, <laughs> and it's so funny. She also says lawn the mow. I need to I need to low the mon, oh, not yeah. mow the lawn. It's right. hilarious. But anyway, I really like that she had that Gabrielle Reese. I think had a vision board of what she wanted because again, it's like you're creating a target to aim for. So again, if I want a G wagon uh, price beside, I don't care what the cost is. If I want one and I have it as a target and it's on my vision board, actually today, since it stopped raining, I'm literally going to make you take a picture of me. Like I'm jumping with keys in my hand in front of it. I'll post it when we do it. I have, I have Canva. I'm going to take the background out. I'm going to put it in front of a G wagon that is desert sand mm-hmm. as if I just got my G wagon and I'm going to print it and make it the cover of my lady boss planner There you have it. Um, and make it so that I'm looking at it every single time I use my planner. Um, same thing with a house. Like, uh, actually this is the house that we want to get. It's not for sale. I think it's pending, but who cares? I want this house. So we have pictures of this house because I want to live in it and I want to have a lake view and I want mm-hmm. to do so I'm going to take a picture of this house. And we want to have retreats there as well. Put a little thing of me standing on the deck because I can do that. Oh, just you? Yeah, it's my own house. It's my retreat house. <laughs> but, uh, but so get the posters and let's All talk right. about some We're of the things the that we made. So this is a vision board. 
just like the kind of vision boards that you made in fourth grade when you got a ton of old magazines and cut them out and pasted with paste. Mm -hmm. If you're in elementary school, maybe you ate some paste. paste. (laughs) You ate some of the paste and then put it on the thing to make it stick. No, you made your hand into a glove. You take the Elmer's glue. No, that's with glue. That's the best. You put the whole Elmer's glue. I also love uh, that clear paste that was on like a ball. Probably like the rubber most cement. Talk. Yeah, I love rubber cement. Okay, so the, Get the your premise thing. the premise of a vision board, uh, and this we're talking again about manifesting in marriage because we have worked our asses off, literally. And I'm feeling so electric, just my ass off. <laughs> Get it? Because we, Get the board. Because we've worked our asses off. This is about other things that we want in our marriage. This right here. Pretty good, right? In fact, it's a lot of stuff in my manifestation thing talks about you and me, our marriage. So there you go. I'm here for it. I'm superior. <laughs> Hurry up. Why don't you do yours first? Okay. Or this is both of ours. Well, yeah. this one is basically about where we want to live, like the kind of house that we want to live in. So hopefully you can see that. Mm-hmm. But I want to live in a modern farmhouse. Perhaps a renovated barn. Should I get up close? I don't know. Maybe. I want but this, to go hold on. to... This, this house is before that we saw that the one. other one. But it's we didn't similar. know this other one existed, and it looks very similar to this one, mm-hmm. which is not a quince. Right. Ain't no quince. Um, and that the one that we showed you earlier also has a red barn. It has like two? No, it has oh, a wow. barn on it. Mm-hmm. So this is showing us... I think it has a Porsche on it. Seth mm-hmm. likes a Porsche. Uh, we I changed won't. my thing to another German car, though. Right, a Mercedes. BMW. BMW. So there's also the what are these called? I can't think of the word. Tiki huts. Tiki huts. Where? Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Where is it? There's a place. The Maldives. 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 Uh, take a nosedive at the Maldives. So uh, there's places that we want to go. House types that we want to live in, activities we want to do, running together as a family. And then, Mm. oh, look, money. I'm allowed to put money on my vision board, people. Yes, you are. I'm allowed to want financial success. Will you put this down? Here's one specifically that I made. And this stuff's true, guys. So hopefully take this as a learning thing. All right. Ah! Can you guys see that? Maybe you can't. I don't know. I'll just tell you what's on it. No, that was good. I'll, I'll hold it. You can talk. Well, then I can't see what's on it. There. Talk. <laughs> so, all right. There is a progression pick of a dude who is similar to my age. He was fat. Fat ass. <laughs> lard ass. Stop. I'm just kidding. Slug. Uh, slug. No, but he was probably eating and drinking what he wanted for quite a long time, just like I have done in spurts of my life, Right. Uh, progress pick, diet and exercise, and now he's ripped as a muth, an MFer, and uh, he looks pretty good. And that's what I'm going towards. That is what that six is pack. what I am going towards. A six pack. There's a dude who has been kicking so much ask, ask, ask. ass in the men's mastermind, and he showed us a before and after pick, and he looks like this dude. I'm like, damn, that is a huge difference. Like. Chest, pecs, abs. I'm like, dude, and he's similar my age too. So I'm like, of course it's possible. Of course it's possible. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, another one. Black Toyota truck. Exactly oh, like done. mine. Check. Exactly like mine, right? Minus 
the camper top that I'm going to get with a specific roof rack and a large open door. I have had the opportunity to buy a bunch of these different things. But I'm waiting on the right one mm-hmm. to come up because I'm not going to settle right. for something that I don't Same. want. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Another one is something. We do the profit first system with uh, bookkeeping, Breathe. accounting, and all that stuff, right? So I created a mock income, profit, tax, owner pay, and operating expenses for our thing. And it's got high, high, high five figures on there, right? And this is monthly, people. Mm-hmm. Monthly. High five figures monthly. And we're only going to bust that up, right? Okay. Guess what? There's a picture of whitewater rafting on there. Hmm. Guess what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> in July with the Badass Husbands Mastermind White group. Whitewater rafting. They're all flying out here, and we're going on a class five. Class five is the highest rated rapid you can go on. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did. You did? I did. So this is a class four slash five rapid up in northern Washington, and it's going to be freaking awesome. Hmm. On the vision board. Interesting. Don't think so. Right? Secondly, or a hundredly, <laughs> <laughs> there is a Rolex Explorer 2. Right. I've always been attracted to Rolex watches, not because they're a super status symbol. It's other things that they represent. Deep sea diving, adventure, um, high caliber living. And that's all my thing, right? I will have one. Okay. I like aviation stuff, right? I like big jets, 747, Boeing, uh, A380 uh, from Airbus, and also 787 Boeing too. And specifically Emirates Airlines, right? I've been to Dubai. I do plan to go back again. Alone? Nope. With these guys, right? I know the routes that they fly out of, and I know how to do it. I even have the seats in there. It's yeah. like first class kind of a... Uh, it's not first class. It's... um. Economy, uh, no, no, it's a something plus extra or something. I don't know, but it's super nice, right? And then um, I have the saying that I got from IKEA. Actually, it says it's in your control. And then <laughs> lastly, I have a seven eight seven Japan Airlines because our kids really, really, really want to go to Tokyo, and I really, really, really want to take them and all this stuff. Now, you might be thinking, you might be thinking, hmm. All they want to do is wear Rolexes, have a bunch of money, fly planes, have a G-Wagon, have a G-Wagon, live on a lake, live on a lake, and do this. Who the hell do they think they are? I guarantee to you that if any of you instantly had the opportunity to have any of this, and I know that your preferences, likes, desires are maybe a thousand times different than what ours are. That's fine. They're yours. Get specific, people. This is specific. These are things that I exactly want. I can't wait. You don't even know this. I Well, you do. I can't wait until we get on an Emirates A380 to Dubai. It's going to be, it's going to be flying out of New York City or Los Angeles. I don't know yet. I cannot wait. Like walking down the plane, I promise my brain is going to explode with dopamine. You gonna have a brain gasm? No. Well, yes, I will because I mean, like, I wanted this. I pictured it. I love this. Look at this freaking plane. It's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's not bougie at all. It's like, oh, Seth wants to fly on a certain kind of plane. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Forever, for years and years and years and years, I wanted to fly on a 747, a Boeing 747, right? Didn't you do that? I did to Germany or something, or no? It had a layover in Germany, mm-hmm. but then went to Dubai. It was on a Boeing 747, Lufthansa. 
the thunder. And it was amazing. I loved every second of it, right? Mm -hmm. So we are not crazy for any of this, right? You could put, you know what? I mean, there's other things, a long table with great food on it and mm-hmm. us sitting at it. Oh just man, dinner. I have Pinterest boards out the wazoo of like literally that are basically vision boards right. like that. Like I want I want to have a glass um, greenhouse with a table in it and a fireplace at the end. I mean, I want geez, that. like there, there's this one book that I read that talks about like Bible verses like this and not taken out of context of like ask, no, seek and you shall find, ask and it will be answered, knock and it will be open, mm-hmm. you know, like all these things. I'm like, oh, I'm knocking on the door of a great and healthy body. Right. I'm knocking on the door of taking our entire family to amazing mm-hmm. and fun places. Right. I'm knocking on the door of a very, very, very awesome, amazing income. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is where people get weird because it's just about money? Do you think like, oh, the income, they just want money and this and this? You're damn right, I want money. Right. You know, like, of course. We, we, we do good pay, things we, with money. Yeah, you do good things anyway. And we like help pay people. for stuff right. anyway. So it's like, hmm, right. okay. Um, so but, and if I, you're, hold on, if you're thinking that, I'm not going to kick your ass for it, but I want you to examine that thought, right? Because ooh. I know that you and I both at different times in our life, we could have seen somebody like winning mm-hmm. and like having fun or like, oh, they're so smoochy. Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, or so smoochy or this and this and like had just whatever like a couple or something mm-hmm. something where like we weren't doing that at right, the moment right we were envious we were jealous we were mm-hmm. resentful we were super judgy of like well yeah I bet they go home and just like must you know, be good must be good or must I, be I, nice. I bet they go home and they you know she's a bitch and he's a right. dick or something don't think that way right that's not gonna that will not invite more of what you want mm-hmm. in your life one of the greatest things is to be able to talk freely about these things mm-hmm. with our friends. Um, we have a, a handful of friends. Immediately, I think of Paul and Robin. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell Paul anything on that. He's like, hell yeah, mm-hmm. go for it, man. And yeah. if he said, hey, Seth, I want to make 100K a month and travel internationally with my family at least once a month, once a month because we can afford it, mm-hmm. I'd say, okay, the money sounds awesome um, and the traveling sounds awesome. Do... Your does, does your, your family, family want to do, do that, that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would love it. I'd be like, "All right, let's make a plan, man. Let's see how you can mm-hmm. do that. I want to see it and go for it." Like when we get new clients and stuff like that, I shoot tall, Paul a text. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Hey, dude, you know, right? It's coming. It's coming true, right?" And what I think is really amazing about this is that you hear us talking about these things that we really desire, and that again, it's not about the um, like the what we can buy about it. It's the experiences we can create from it and how they make us feel. Mm -hmm. And just watching you talk about getting on a 747 or like flying on Emirates or whatever, it it lights you up. Like it makes, it brings you joy. And honestly, that to me is what life is about. Like we have the option of being miserable or being happy. We have the option of being depressed or not. And I know that there are chemicals involved in that. But again, honestly, a lot of that is like, oh, I'm depressed. You can't tell me I have the option of being depressed. Well, are you eating like Doritos all day, every day? Do you have a job that you love? Like so we have you, the option to change all of those things, which changes how we feel. You take anti-anxiety medicine, right? So if mm-hmm. you heard this, would you say, oh, you think I want to be anxious? I would what, not hear that. because I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you wouldn't hear it, but what would you say? Like, I would say if someone thought that, 
I would ask them, are you doing everything in your power to ensure that your lifestyle is not aggravating or adding to that anxiety or that depression, right? So I know loads of people who have depression. It's something that runs in our family. And the people who have it the worst are the people who do the least about it. Mm. I mean, apart again, apart from taking medication, that's a thing you can do, sure. But like, get off your ass and go swimming, go well, running, go hiking. I've said this hiking. all the time, and the research bears this out. Like, right. psychotherapeutically, right. literally, the highest efficacy rates, the highest success rates of people with depression is not medication yes, alone. Yeah. It is medication, it is therapy, and it is exercise. Right? I will and add I on could top go down 500 is, rabbit holes about the uh, specific type of therapy and 500 right. rabbit holes about the diet, exercise, meditation. Man, but I will say on that list should definitely be community. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to stay depressed with people like Paul and Robin around. Speaking of community. Uh, yeah. Women's group coaching. Okay. That, okay. Um, no, I'm not doing that. That's felt weird to me, and I love you, but that didn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have a... <laughs> That's like something you would say that like if I tried a different sex move, you'd be like, ooh, uh, that felt weird to me. I love you, but... Uh, I love you, but no, no. thanks. Um, but I do want to really... Aliens are touching my body. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Pleasuring you? Um, but I, I want to really bring this back around to, again, opening the idea up of what manifesting in marriage looks like, what it means, and how it creates really wonderful things for people. And I don't know, it's like such a big thing to communicate. It's so complex sounding, especially if you've never heard about manifestation or if you think it's like wacko, like wacky tobacco voodoo, then you're going to just be like, whatever, weirdos, go eat your mushrooms somewhere else. <laughs> I cracked myself up. Um, but it is something that if, if I had gone back in time, if I could go back in time to 13 years ago, Melanie, who gave Seth a black eye. If you haven't heard that story, listen to season one. It's on our pod. It's on our website, anatomyofus.com. It's a whole season about it. Seth's got a black eye that I gave him. It's on the cover of our workbook. But if I could go back in time and talk to myself about manifesting, mm. it would look like this. Hey, Melskinny. <laughs> Which is what? Do you call me that or is this tough? Is he the only one that calls me that? It's the cutest thing ever. I call that. It's I so cute when Tuff calls me Melskinny. I love it. But anyway, Melskini, you can create whatever life you want. Your circumstances have nothing to do with what your future will look like. Your circumstances are just, they're neutral. They're just whatever they are. Hard, easy, whatever. They're just whatever they are. Your energy, your dedication to being happy, being whole, being healthy is really what makes the difference. And if you want to, in one month's time, not be depressed, Here's what I want you to do. I want you to like dive headfirst into everything health, wellness, holistic, happy, loving, peaceful, all of those things. You have the choice to do that. I was too, there's a word I'm not finding. It's sarcastic. It's, what is the word? It's got a name. Oh, um, head up your ass. <laughs> Jordan Peterson is talks about it and of? no, it's a God, it's the perfect word. And I can't think of it. It's like where you think it's what my entire family is like, even the children of my extended family are like, they think they know every, they think they've tried everything and Oh, well they're, they are, they're like, um, I saw a thing yesterday. A know-it-all is insecure. Oh, absolutely. My yeah, a sign and, of knowing it all 
is a surest sign of insecurity. Right. And here's, it is. here's why. And again, I love my family. But uh, the amount of like, just like eye rolls that I've received over the years from the people that I love the most when I try to do something that's outside of the box, I couldn't even, I couldn't even count the amount of like, well, good luck with that kind of statements. And, but here's the thing. The people who roll their eyes at me and say, good luck with that aren't doing shit. They're sure they've got jobs, they're raising kids, they're doing great stuff, but they're not doing anything outside of the box. They're not saying I'm going to leave my mark by stepping out and it's a great way and doing this great stuff. Guess who doesn't roll their eyes at me? Paul or Robin. Those, they, they go, fuck yeah, sign me up. How can I help you get there? Mm -hmm. They say, let me tell you about a book I read. This is going to help you become a better leader or become a better boss or a better CEO or a better parent or whatever. They support our growth. People who roll their eyes at you and say, good luck with that are insecure. They wish they could be doing those things too, mm -hmm. or they just don't understand you. Don't listen to them. And I know that sounds weird, but it's something. And if you find yourself thinking that when I say I want a G wagon, I want you to ask why, like, why are you shitting on my dream? Why are you even in inside your head being like, nice one. She'll mm -hmm. get that one. I bet, you know, like, mm -hmm. why are you doing that? Ask yourself. And again, this is me talking to myself. Right. 13 years ago. Do you ever find yourself listening to or Dolly consuming? Pardon? No. Jolene. Jolene. Ooh. Consuming, listening to what? Consuming or listening to new content that you go, oh, what? I don't know. How do you do that? Um, Kind of. I'll use that. a good example is um, we, I recently just finished a book called Rich as Fuck. It's, by far one of the best books uh, I've you know ever what? read. You helped me highlight something in my own thing. So I probably asked that question as a manifestation of me wanting the answer to it. Right. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Can I say something about Rich yeah, as Fuck? Absolutely. So bitch be making six hundred thousand a month. That's her energetic minimum of money she makes a, a month. month. And she has had million dollar months. And yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> but the more that I think, what? Oh my God. Is that going to get me closer to that? No. No. So reading books like that mm -hmm. literally, literally and figuratively normalizes that type of stuff mm -hmm. for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not saying that my goal is 600K a month. Mm -hmm. However... It would get it's, me to my G-Wagon faster. It's definitely going up. I will tell you that. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I kind of answered. Yeah, I listened to that book, which is it's amazing. It's awesome. It's I'm an getting awesome the book. journal. I'm really excited. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So go ahead and what you, what you were saying about Rich as F. Well, the reason that I brought it up is that initially I had seen the book because I read um, business books all the time. I read books about mindset and money mindsets, stuff like that. And again, that goes well against what I grew up learning. Like I never, ever once has someone said like, you should read this book that looks like voodoo about money. I'd have been like, no, thanks. I'll just keep my job where I make $14.95 an hour. Thank you very much. Right. You know, and so I was not raised thinking that that was an okay thing to do. And the cover of this book, the lady, the cover is like bubblegum pink. And the lady is laying in a bathtub full of dollars. 
and she's got, like big blonde hair up in a like a big fat bun and it says rich as fuck and I think she's got like champagne or something. That's why we had a bunch of hundreds on the table yeah. on some episodes so, back. Yeah, so I saw the cover of that many times and was like, no, thank you. I'm not going to read that. And then somehow it came up. Someone recommended did someone recommend it to me or I just I, don't know. I think I think I saw it. I can't remember. Now I I wish I could remember it now, but whatever. I was like I'm going to listen to the clip on Audible as like a I do that to myself. I will say I will honor this person's work by listening to the four minute clip ah. and I won't judge it. So I'm going to try pushing yourself in that regard. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to just actually, it's like that manifestation book. The, the one with the eye lasers. Oh, that's like the best book ever. <laughs> what is it? I picked it out to be funny. The eye lasers. Um, let me, I have to find it now because it's so <laughs> funny. It is called the power of visualization. And I picked it out in audible because the cover looks hilarious. Let me hold on. I have to, you keep talking because it's so funny. Well, you, <laughs> Talk about the book. so on the Instagram, you could, cover. oh my gosh. Oh, you can't see it. Come on. Come on. All right. Come back. Now I'm out of focus. Okay. Now I'm in focus. <laughs> um, the lady literally has lasers like coming out of her eyes and it's the funniest thing ever. It's that the funniest so... cover, and I picked it, but it's a really amazing book. Anyway. That is crazy. So I, I intentionally <laughs> listened to um, Rich as Fuck by, what is her name? Amanda Francis. Mm -hmm. Right out of the gate. She sounds like Paris Hilton. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. That was my first thought. I can't listen to this book. Mm -hmm. I don't respect that t vocal tone that she's doing. Like Russia's she's got a, mom. yeah, she's got Look vocal fry. She's talks like a Valley girl. And it just, it revealed a lot about my judgment. Ah, like you said, any judgment that you put on Paris Hilton is just a reflection of you. Yes. And so the more I listen to the book as a practice of growth, hear me out. You don't, don't like pretty blonde ladies. I'm jealous of them. Obviously. You're pretty. But I'm not blonde and I can't tan and I don't have a G-Wagon. And guess who does? That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I listened to the book and literally had to actively put my judgment aside. And every time I share the book with someone, I say, look, you have you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't judge the fact that it's bubblegum pink and she talks like Paris Hilton. She is so wise. Please listen to the book. And so again all of that to say that a lot of our journey of manifestation as a couple has been finding upper limiting beliefs. You can't have that. It's bad to have that. Bad people have money. Like all of those things are upper limiting beliefs mm -hmm. um, that we believed. And so we thought, oh, we should stay poor. We should stay small. I should definitely just keep driving my, um, you know, Chrysler town and country stow and go because that's the, that's the nicer thing to do. That's I'm done the, with that thing. <laughs> It's falling apart, which is hilarious. And even in all of this, you've heard me talk about Astro Vans, but that was 100% stay small, have a dream that's palatable for people. Astro Vans are cheap. You can fix it and make it look cool, but just don't be big. Don't be bold. Don't buy something that's over, you know, $30,000. That's not, that's not okay. And so her book has helped me identify upper limiting beliefs around everything the type of marriage I can have, the type of money I can make, the type of home we can live in, the type of family we can raise, all of those things. And so I just encourage you, if you want to have a life beyond what you currently have, if you feel dissatisfied, if you wish that you could, I mean, like, here are some of our wishes. Shall we just say some of our wishes? This year, it's, what sure. is this month? It's June. 
So we've already traveled to LA. We went to, let's see, we went to LA. We went to Orlando. We're going to Charleston. And I'll be damned if I'm not going to Mexico this year. Tulum is on the the to-do list. Well, okay. So, geez, again, well, I've been to more places than you. Oh, yeah, you've been to Nashville? To to Nashville, to Greenville, to Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, yeah, you've traveled a lot. To LA, to Orlando, and I think that's all Mm -hmm. this year But that's a lot. It's only, we're Um, in month six. How about this? Every trip... (laughs) Was phenomenal. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I got to go to Fargo, North Dakota to pick up a, you know, I don't know. A Wood chipper. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that was good. That's like a, you're putting together a lot of stuff. I know. That, that's what's, that is what makes a good joke. Like multiple mm-hmm. things. Then like, oh, boom. You, that, uh, hey, you. that though is a nightmare for you. me. You. Good job. This lady. That's good. This lady. So what was I saying? Oh, on my manifestation meditation my goal every year annually is to take one domestic Mm -hmm. family trip which we will always do yeah Mm -hmm. and then one international family trip every year Mm -hmm. that's the goal minimum 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 minimum, minimum, right and i'm not just talking about like drive up to canada and go to uh tim horton's coffee right (laughs) Right. I'm talking like something cool, right? Multiple days, right? Um, and that is, I mean, we've already, well, we've taken no, we've already done, we've already done the um, domestic. We took the whole family to L.A. Mm-hmm. We took Hattie to Orlando mm-hmm. with us, and then we're taking the whole family again to uh, <coughs> Charleston, Beach, yeah. the Folly Beach and stuff. So I think I interrupted you something, but you said let's say our wishes. So mm-hmm. what are they? Well, I just I wanted to share uh, with everyone listening like the things that we want to manifest so that they can understand it's okay to want these things too right it's really all i'm trying to do so Mm -hmm. for example i want to travel i want to go to mexico with our friends paul and robin i would love to have a retreat there um with our friends brooke and jerry i would love to host a women's retreat in either tulum or costa rica somewhere Mm -hmm. where we have brooke roselle do uh boudoir photography on a retreat and and we all like have months to prepare to like feel as beautiful as humanly possible and we just take this like amazing retreat and we take boudoir photography and we like give surfing lessons and we eat the most amazing food that we can eat and essentially it's like everything that I want to manifest is what I think of living life at its fullest like if if Caesar if Caesar like Julius Caesar the Caesar the Caesar could do whatever he wanted and he wasn't like a bad guy trying to kill people in a coliseum. It's like, I want to live like that. I want to live like Julius Caesar, like feed me the grapes, give me the steam bath. Where's the like, I don't know, special bougie drink and the wine and the like foods mm-hmm. that we eat. Um, that is actually how I want to live. Why not? Why wouldn't I do that? And mm-hmm. on top of that, I live that way. I transform marriages. I transform relationships. I transform families because I'm making products for families. And then we run retreats that transform marriages, that transform families, that transform generations. Right. So people who are super wealthy and lose purpose, uh, they're not happy for long, right. right? And there's a purpose behind all of this stuff. I could go through every single line of that meditation. Mm-hmm. It's eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's me talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's a couple of pages. It's just not like one page or something. Right. It's all was all mm-hmm. written out. Um Every single thing on that has a purpose behind it, right? It's not just, I want to win the lottery so I don't have to work anymore. Right. Right? 
there are so many people, and I I know personally mm. this. I've I've they've been clients. Mm-hmm. They sell a business. They have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Two, three, four years. They're bored as like hell. Like millions and millions and, hate, and millions and of dollars. They hate life. Yeah. Right. That's why, for one, that's why your dad doesn't want to retire. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. He could have retired a thousand years ago, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, I don't want to. Why would I? Right. Why would I? I am mm-hmm. still have great, great purpose in mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Right. He's, of course, got all the mental faculty. He's probably smarter than ever, right? He's a robot. He is a robot. Um, But. He's like Jarvis on so, <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> oh, nice. Jarvis. So, uh, manifesting without purpose, attracting things without purpose, won't right. get you happy. Right. And I just think of like how small that I grew up. And a lot of mm. us growing up small is actually no one's fault. Right. It's not your mom's fault. It's not your dad's fault. It's not your grandma or grandpa's fault. It it, it just is mm-hmm. a thing, mm-hmm. right? Like us being from a super dirt small town in South Carolina, even smaller town, how my mom grew up, mm-hmm. that's all you know. No running water. Yeah, it was from a well, right? Yeah, water from a whale. A whale, right? <laughs> so the point is, is, it's nobody's fault. But since there are people and places and things that are way up here, like, I mean, you, you, you know, maybe we should say, what did I just do? <laughs> and sometimes I edit that and I'm like, oh my gosh, you do? what is that? Yeah, and this goes back to what our coach told us. It's like, hey, Seth, if you don't do it, somebody else will, right? Right. If you don't go get it, if you don't have it, if you don't create the opportunity for it, someone else will. I promise you that there will be 80 billion more Paris Hiltons, more The Rocks, Mm -hmm. more Dwayne Johnsons, more people who you don't even know of but are living and driving and living and traveling and doing all this stuff. You're like, oh my gosh, look at that. There will be 8,000 million more of those from this point on in the future, Mm -hmm. right? There is no single reason that that can't be you, mm-hmm. right? And again, I I made a story about it this morning on the run. I was like, okay, me and Melanie don't espouse or like yell at people or say you should do this and do that and don't do that if we haven't done it first. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there, uh, and to me, I, maybe that's how I like to be inspired. So that makes sense that I would try to inspire others that way. Um, but I said... Uh, I'm not going to put my, especially coaching clients, through mm-hmm. anything that I haven't done myself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if they want to climb Everest, then I'll coach them to climb Everest. Right. I haven't climbed Everest, right? But it's not in that context. It's like, oh, shittiest marriage ever alive? I wish I was dead? Yeah, that was me, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the clients are there. Okay, this is how you change that. Mm-hmm. This. You can follow that advice tailored to who you are and what you know and stuff. I did it. So can you. And it's not in a like, um, like, well, I can walk. Why can't you walk right. to like somebody in a wheelchair with right. broken legs? It's not that way. It's like, oh, no, I know what you're talking about. I've been there before. And because I got lucky enough to dig really deep down and go, oh, you actually can do it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm trying to push. Right? right. So the point of that story is there are other people who take international trips with their family. There are other people who drive G-Wagons and BMWs and live in a house. I think dream house is kind of cliche, but live in a house that is exactly what they want, Mm -hmm. right? Living on that tiny little lake in the open space with the big trees around it, Mm -hmm. with a big yard, with a huge-ass barn Mm -hmm. to where we could do 
all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. have retreats, change many lives. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. That's what I literally want, right? Other people have that. Right. And if I don't get it, if I don't work for it, if I don't see it and attract it, then that can only be on me. So it's very comforting in the the, the fact that I can go, other people have done it. Am I just an idiot? <laughs> no. Then I can do it too. Right. And I want to add in here too, I think I was thinking as we you were talking, like as funny as it sounds, it doesn't sound funny to us, but I know it will sound funny to other people potentially. The time that we spent in Orlando, for example, I mean, how, how much money did we spend on food, <laughs> do you think? In, not cumulatively, but like one meal would be hundreds of dollars. Do you want to know what? I, I, may I say what I wanted to know what first? Yes. Okay, so. Hold on, you asked me a question. Uh, I don't know, it was expensive. It was very expensive. So I'm saying this to prove a point, and I think it will be helpful. The hundreds of dollars that we spent on food in the company of people who are transformative friends who we've created amazing friendships with, Paul and Robin and their kids, that money and that time benefits you as a listener. Those, Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those, Say more. The relationships that we have created with Paul and Robin and the friendships and the conversations that we have and the insights that we gain and the things that we talk about, they are literally next level because all of us, all four of us are working every day endlessly to level up our awareness, our self-awareness, our all of those things. We're working on ourselves, our upper limiting beliefs. And so any investment that we put in a dollars and cents sense, any investment literally provides what would the word be it is giving back to you i know that sounds so weird you know what i mean though how Mm -hmm. could you could you clarify that can you help me make sense of how to say that as we live and get more experience and new insights and continue to grow on a growth mindset trajectory the more people can be helped Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to say it. And for example, like it costs us money, a lot of money to go to PodFest. It wasn't free. Like we got tickets, but everything else costs a lot of money. Hotels, you know, food, all of that. Uh, And I think I said it before. So we only got those tickets and became aware of PodFest because I'm in a mastermind Mm -hmm. and the leader spoke there and he Mm -hmm. said, Hey, I got comps and free tickets. Does anybody want to go? And they're like $600 tickets too. Mm -hmm. Um, and we weren't dying to go, but we thought about it. Uh, I was like, hey, okay, there's the things are so all we got to do is airfare and a hotel. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? And then we went there, met amazing people, had more connections, grew, mm-hmm. had fun, grew our relationships, grew our daughter's relationships, mm-hmm. therefore, growing other little kids' relationships, mm-hmm. and then can talk about it on the show to inspire. Andy Priscilla talks about this. He, like, okay, Andy Priscilla. Uh, owns First Form and a bunch of other companies. Zillionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Has like a million cars in a crazy garage and it's awesome. And he talk, He is such a solid dude. At first, I didn't like his accent. I was like, who is this douche baguette? Where is his accent from? A douche from? baguette. He's from St. Louis, which is, kind of, I don't know, it sounds like a Boston accent. It's weird. Mm. But anyway, he has helped zillions of people. He created 75 Hard, right? And... He makes no mistake about it. He's like, yeah, I do these things and they're awesome. And I just continue to do, I mean, he doesn't say that they're awesome. He's not bragging like that. 
but it's kind of like this. It's like a team when someone, say a quarterback, is like just practicing his ass off over and over and over. Who else benefits? The team. Mm -hmm. And then the team uh, gets encouraged, gets inspired, gets motivated because of one person working their ass off and then other people do it Mm -hmm. and then other people do it and then it's just exponential growth. And this really goes back to the five people you hang out with the most is who you will be. You are the sum of the five people you hang out with. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's a, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's a thing. We're going to have to split this up into two. Yeah, we will. I was just thinking that. Um, Yeah. But I think one of the things I find so interesting about it, though, too, is that as we've pushed ourselves beyond the boundaries of what our culture says is normal and what our family of origin says is normal, we get pushed back all the time from everybody. It's subtle, but it's awkward and it makes you want to stop, right? So like not not pushback of like hey what are you doing what's going on I think it's the for me for me it's uh, what's my mom gonna think Well are let we, me tell you it's when again? we got I mean y'all if you followed us for a while you know this story and if you don't it's gonna be interesting We got invited out to the Dave Ramsey influencer event and they were like courting us to be influencers They took us out at fancy dinners and like we drove in the black. Cadillac thing, which is amazing, had amazing food and talked about all these things that we wanted to do. And I can't tell you how much my parents were like, mm, I don't think that's a good idea. Dave Ramsey's not that great. And I hear he's bad to work for. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? You're taking the biggest shit on my dreams ever. I have said to people, I want to have a, like, I want to be like Dave Ramsey. I've said it to many, many people. Dave Ramsey and Joyce Meyer are my like CEO dreams. They are how I want to lead and be. And the second I get an opportunity to do that because it's outside of the norm of what people expected of me or what they would do, mm-hmm. they they like throw their fear on you. They throw their anxiety on you. Well, what are you going to live in Tennessee? Well, what would you, whatever, you'd be so far away. And all the bad things, like every, just only bad things. Not mm-hmm. like, man, a massive platform like that, you could transform millions of marriages. Nobody's saying that. The people who said that are the, are the Paul Vetters of our friends. Circle. You want to know what? My mom has always been excited about anything we do. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I'll tell you that. If I said, "Mom, uh, we're we're going on Oprah," she'd be like, "Oh, really? oh my goodness, Mom, we're moving to Chicago." Oh, really? Oh right. my goodness, she would love it. Mm-hmm. You know, Mom, we made a zillion dollars. Oh my goodness, she would. It's like she can be whatever, you know, of course, just like we all can, uh, which is easy. Which um, everyone knows what whatever means. Well, I'm I'm saying the the upper limits that your parents may have around that mm-hmm. stuff, my mom doesn't. I think it's because we're in proximity to them. It's because we aren't already gone. Maybe. I think that's definitely, if we lived in a different state, they wouldn't have as much thoughts about it, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. They don't want to lose us. So here's another thing. I mean, this whole thing is about manifesting in marriage, but think about what your actual upper limit problems are Mm -hmm. and any idea in the world, if you go, oh, well, that's crazy. Oh, well, who, who does that? Or people do that. Otherwise, you wouldn't know about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I could, I could never make, I could never make fifty thousand a month. Well, why not? Right. A zillion people do. Right. Right. A zillion people make make way less than that, but they could make a more. zillion people make way more than that. Right. Like I love the lady in the Riches F book talks about like 
how she she's like, I feel like I make a ton of money, but compared to like really rich people, she's like, I don't. What was the reference that she used? But it was pretty interesting because she makes literally six hundred thousand dollars per month. A month. Per thirty days. Six hundred thousand dollars in thirty days. What is that an hour? Perpetually. Like, like a bajillion. Like Ten thousand dollars an um, hour. But it's interesting because she's like, even Hey, I got a raise. I was making minimum wage and now I make ten thousand an hour. Right. Um but what I love about it again, and why we wanted to share the idea of manifesting in marriage is it's a, it's very freeing when you can identify your upper limiting beliefs and realize that you living the dream life, the dream the you living the life of your dreams, if you attach it to things of significance, is so amazing and you can do it. There's nothing stopping you. Typically the thing stopping you is yourself. Mm. And that was, I think, a really hard thing for me to hear because I remember feeling the desire to have these things so strongly. Like, I just want to have a platform where I can share relationship things. I just want to help marriages. And then you would be like, what's stopping you? And I'm like, shut up. Because I'm like, oh, nothing. My belief in myself. So, so true because you're so much older than me. Oh, ancient, sick burn, (laughs) crusty burn, Burn, roast, Um, but roast. I think that it's important to really uh, to to ask yourself if you could have the dream life, what would you want? Would Mm. you want to travel every single month to a new city and explore a new city and make new friends? Would you want to start a company? Would you want to run retreats? Would you want to be a coach of a team? Like, what things do you want to do if they would really feel like deeply they would help? you feel fulfilled. Let's talk about it. Why why aren't you chasing those things? Do you want to have a G-Wagon? Do you want to have a Mercedes? Do you want to have, I don't know, what do you want? And again, it's not just about physical things. We're talking about things that you can buy. Um, but again, part of that is it's all, it's all energetically the same thing, like, or not the same thing. It's all part of an energetic field and wavelength, if that makes sense. You know what I should do? Tell me. I should offer listeners mm-hmm. a manifesting workshop call. Oh, I don't have to know like your life or this or that. What would it come? What, what do they get when they walk away? They just talk about a you. Blueprint of what you actually want and how to get it and how to manifest it. Like over an hour a call. No, in an hour call, we would set up what you really, really want, how to attract it how to create the space for it, and then how to allow it. Okay. Hmm. That'd be pretty powerful. Um, I would I would do that if I was listening to a podcast and somebody said, hey, do that. Yeah. Um, I think it would be cool, too, is if you could make an actual recorded thing at the end. I wanted to make a retreat out of that, remember? I know. I wanted to do manifestation retreats where people come here and then they we make an actual thing with them. We train them and coach them how to say it, and we record it. If you want it, you can do it. That's right. Anyway. Boom, baby. All um, right. We hope that this, uh, these episodes, this episode, whatever we end up doing with it has been helpful. We encourage you, if you have questions about manifesting or you're like, I don't understand it or that's weird or whatever, send them to us at hello at anatomymarriage.com and we'd love to talk more about it. Um, but it's a journey that we've been on for a while now and we just wanted to share it because it's so deeply impactful it's like creating the target and creating the dream life to shoot for and to aim for. And without mm-hmm. that, we can't create it. So manifest your man of best. <laughs> That's right. Manatee. All right. We love you guys. <laughs> Go check out women's group coaching. If you want to hook up your wagon to ladies like this, 
Check out the, the Badass Lady Husband. <laughs> badass Husband Mastermind. Badasshusband.com uh, if you want to check out. No, if you want to hook up to dudes like me. Uh, dudes only, by the way. Thank you very much. And uh, if you have any questions, email at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Thank you so much. We hope this has been helpful. I know it's been helpful, right? I, I hope too. that you have the ears and the heart and the mind to listen to it and really dive into some of the things that we were saying. I know that it has been more than worth it for me personally, for Melanie personally, for our family, for our friends. So go manifest the marriage you want. If you got questions on that little uh, manifesting hour thing, mm-hmm. of course, there'll be a fee for it. Uh, <laughs> but you can, that might be something, guys. So anything else, lady? No, we love you. All right. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, guys. Later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. Bye.